Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and John Hartson. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808-1717-700 Where will we start? Barry, Celtic are off the mark. They've got one point so far, but it's a start in the Champions League. Yeah, I watched um, obviously both games because they were Celtic were on first, um, and I thought it was a, a very convincing performance um, by Celtic. I thought they deserved to get the the three points, but they came away with a, a draw. Then the Rangers game after it. Listen, it's three defeats now in a row, but what I seen with the performance, at least until James Sands gets sent off, was a bit of spirit, um, a bit of fight, a real togetherness in the team. And now they need to take that going forward into tomorrow's game against Dundee United. We're going to talk more about that in a moment or two. John Hartson, your old team, got a point. It could have well have been three. Yeah, it probably should have been three. I think if they'd been a little bit more clinical in front of the goal, it, it, it's strange really because domestically, Celtic are just you know, scoring so many goals. It's about taking that then onto a, another higher level, if you like. I thought they did very well against Real Madrid the week before. They were actually the better team in the first half. Uh, again, never took their chances. Callum McGregor hit support. But I always felt, Paul, I scored over 200 goals in my career, but I missed another 300. I never felt I, I never minded so much if I was getting the opportunities and I was missing chances as if I'd come off the pitch and I hadn't had a chance then I'm yeah. worried about am I making the right runs am I getting in the right places am I getting the right service didn't mind that I think Sadik will score so in terms of confidence for the centre-forwards, they will score if they keep creating the chances. And Celtic should have won that game the other night. Are they still chasing that second spot then for Celtic? Yeah, but I think what they're doing is they're still playing the same football. They'll never change. They play 4-3-3. They'll go at teams. They went at Real Madrid in the first half at Celtic Park. They went at uh, Shakhtar Donetsk the other night in the first 20 minutes. And then obviously in the second half, it was all Celtic. Um, this, the, the only unfortunate thing was... They couldn't score more goals, but I thought it was a wonderful performance and, and it, it, it deserved more than a draw in Shakhtar. Celtic on Sunday, 12 o'clock at St Mirren. Barry now, the, some of the headlines today, obviously about your old team Rangers. It's uh, 2006 since they last lost three games in a row. The big talking point the other night, you and I were on the podcast with Chris Burke, was the starting 11 was the almost the originals from last season. Yeah, the, there was a couple of things w- when the team came out. Um, it was... In my eyes, was it going to start with Morelos or Cholak up front? It was the the team that I had uh, mentioned, the other 10 players that I thought would have started. Um, and, as you just mentioned there, no new signings, uh, no new summer recruits. Now, there's questions going to be asked now. That's just the way it is at, at big clubs like Rangers and, and Celtic. Um, but I, I thought that starting 11 when I seen it, Paul, before the game, I was happy enough with that because you know what you're going to get. That's a group of players who have been over the course before. There's good experience in there. There's a bit of know-how. Most of that team are 
obviously involved in the the brilliant run, uh, run last year in the Europa um, final. Um, so look, it is Gio. Um, obviously, never picked any summer recruits. There's been a lot of money spent. Mm. Ben Davies on the bench. Where is he? Yeah, he brought young Leon King on. Um, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen year old. I think he's. Get a, a brilliant career ahead of him. What I've seen of him, um, he's really impressed me. But he's brought him on and instead of a £4 million pound signing. Yilmaz, I've not seen too much of him. I've only seen him in the Queen of the South game in the, the League Cup. Um, Sholak, at least he scored seven goals. He showed a wee bit, he showed a wee bit of um, bite about him. Lawrence impressed me up until he got injured. Yeah. But then there's question marks over Matonda. Mm-hmm. Tillman, again, up until the Celtic game, showed a bit. Um, but there's always going to be questions asked with the starting 11 that, that Gio picked but I thought the starting 11 was the right one because it showed that in the, the performance that at least they, they had a real bite about them and at times they opened up Napoli um, Morelos had that chance within the first 30 yeah. seconds and then they created a, a number of other chances um, but I think going forward if it's me Paul I'm playing that same start 11 tomorrow against mm. Dundee United. Ice bath, take it easy and be ready for, yeah, for I, Sunday. I said that, yeah. I saw that in your column today. Because you know what yep. you're getting with that yep. starting 11. John, the column today, Barry's in the record. He says, let's be honest, there are still some huge question marks hanging over Ibrox this morning. He talks about the, the, the good performance and the application of the players. Mm-hmm. But there has been a fairly spectacular failure to reinvest funds wisely, especially as the cash has rolled in over the last 12 months. Quite strong stuff. But it's really honest, and that's what the former captain thinks. What do you think when well, you look not, at Rangers just now? Um, I look at Rangers, and they're having a really bad spell. You know, they've lost their last three, four nil, four nil, three nil. Did you have to rub that in for Barry? At not that at point? all. Yes. You yeah. went to Barry <laughs> earlier on the Celtic question, not coming to me. The first says on Celtic, by the way. Yeah. So you want to pull me up? I'll start pulling oh, you up. Mate. So uh, no, I've just got to say they're on a poor run. But what they've got to do, they've just got to regroup. Um, they've got to get together, and 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 you know, over the last couple of years, winning the title, stopping the ten, getting to a European final, they know there's talent within the group. You know, you need more from Morelos. You need him to start firing. Um, there's been a few issues around him this season, obviously being left out. The club doesn't need that. The manager didn't need that. I know Cholak's come in and did did quite well. But they've still got very good players. You know, the other night there, you look at Kent and, you know, Scott Arfield always always can, can, can get you a goal. You know, Goldson is a positive because he stayed on. His contract was run. I'm sure he was offered, he was, you know, he was given offers around the Premier League, whatever it was, championship. Um, but they still, they still, they still got the clacks of a, you know. Alan McGregor started the game, which is a positive for him. Lots of Rangers fans think now we should stay in. By the way, um, no need to bring John McLaughlin back. Why? Alan's had a really good game. All right, they lost three 0 but you know it probably flattered yeah. Napoli a little bit. But for me, you've got players there that have been over the course many times. And they'll they, they'll be saying to themselves, right, come on, we need to get back. We need to get back to winning ways. Um, you know, so that that's what I'd be saying if I was in the dress, especially if I was a senior player. It's going to be crucial, isn't it, tomorrow, Barry? This is massive. The game against Dundee United. Yeah, listen, three tough results to take. Previous to the the Napoli game, the, obviously the Celtic and Ajax performances were were well well below par. Um, and thoroughly deserved to get beat but 
there's positives you've got to take out of that game. You're, you're coming up against a, an exceptional team. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought they were um, a proper football team. Um, a lot of top players in there. But Rangers really competed for me. Napoli knew after that game walking off that pitch they were in a proper game there. And that's what was missing in the previous two games. And um, you look at the team, John just mentioned Alan McGregor, exceptional. Stephen Davis for me, immense in the middle of the pitch alongside Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield. And you said in your column today with Steve Davis and Alan McGregor, you were playing together, what, 13, yes. 14 years ago? Have they reacted to it? Yeah, it's, it's crazy <laughs> to think, but for me, they're still the, the, the two most important players there. Um, there's a lot of good players still at Rangers. Look, they're going through a tough time, but when you go through tough times, it's important that um, the manager picks the right team. And I thought he picked the right team on Wednesday night, albeit it's a 3-0 defeat. You can look in hindsight and say, if Sands never gets sent off, I don't think it would have been that. They may have got defeated 1-0, maybe picked up a point. But the positives for me was the performance collectively. There was more fight about them. There was a, a real togetherness about that that team and the players that I mentioned Alan McGregor's your Connor Golson's look look back to mm -hmm. his best look strong in defence winning all his headers Stephen Davis brings a real calmness Scott Arfield you know what I think of Scott Arfield I think he's a top player and I'm surprised he doesn't play more often why is that? I don't know um, listen the, the managers obviously get decisions to make but I thought Scott, Scott Arfield um, produced a top performance Morelos look he's rusty no doubt but I think he brings so much to the team. Does Rangers need a clarity about who is in charge of signing policy at Ibrox? Yeah, but only Gio or Ross Wilson will be mm. able to tell you that. Does Gio know? I don't know. That you, you, mm. you'll need, you need to find the answer from sure. one of them. Yeah. Um, but certainly, the recruitment is going to come under scrutiny, no doubt about mm. it, because there was none of the new signings in the starting eleven. Now, I think out of the signings I mentioned, Lawrence is a positive. Yeah. Sholak mm -hmm. scored seven goals. I think in time John Suter will be a very good Rangers mm -hmm. player. Um, Tillman did show his qualities up until the, the Celtic game, but the other ones, the, the, the question marks are still out there. Yilmaz, six million, five and a half million pound. Ben Davies, in between three and four million pound. Um, it's a lot of money. Let's turn back to Celtic, John. Uh, here's Ange Postacoglu speaking today about the comparison between you know scoring nine in the Premiership and coming up against um, Champions League quality. Not many teams score nine goals at Champions League level. You know the the, the games are by their nature tighter. The you know the, the chances are a little bit sharper. You've but you, you can't sort of improve on that unless you're exposed to it. You know and. We know there's areas of improvement for us and, and part of that is, you know, taking the opportunities we have, but it's the most difficult part of our game, you know, and, and the higher level you go, the more difficult it gets and it's why the ones who are successful at the highest possible levels in terms of scoring goals, taking chances are the most priceless of assets, you know, and they're, they're in a unique space. But, yeah, I think the more we're exposed to it, the more we put ourselves in those positions, as I said, after the game, we'll get the rewards. The difficulty is getting to that space in the first place, one, to compete at this level, secondly, to create chances at this level, is not easy. You know, you're playing against world-class players and world-class teams, but when edging our way to, to be that kind of team and then the next layer is, well, then, you know, turn the opportunities into goals and then, you know, from then you, you turn that into victories at this level on a consistent basis. But that doesn't happen in a, with a snap of a finger or, you know, it, it takes time, but, you know, that's what we're, we're trying to build into this group. John, you're seeing real progress at your old club and they look comfortable now in the Champions League. Would that be fair? 
Yeah, well, they they won't change. They, yeah. If it's Real Madrid, whether it's Barcelona, whether it's Shakhtar or Leipzig, Celtic will go on the front foot. They they don't really. They'll try and defend as best as they can. Um, now with uh, Moritz Jens at the mm. back, who's settling quite well when he's he came out of the team having not done an awful lot wrong, and then Starfelt came back in. But um, at this level, there's no real room. Uh, for you know, if you get a chance at this level, top centre forwards will punish you. You saw Real Madrid last week, three or four chances, mm. scored three goals, and there's some terrific strikers at Celtic. Yeah. You know, Kyogo's been brilliant. Mm. Jakamakis has done very well. Maeda, when he when he gets opportunities, Abada's numbers are through the roof. Akshabanovic started you know, the other night yeah. um, in place of Abada. Um, Jota, you know, mm. but it's just when you go into this European level, you, you don't get as many opportunities to score. It's vitally important. When you go 1-0 up and you get another chance, mm. you've got a chance to kill the game, you need to dispatch, you need to be clinical. And as I said earlier on, Paul, first question for me tonight was, the amount of goals that I scored, yeah. I was very fortunate I had a knack of scoring goals, but I missed twice as many goals as what I scored. And I, I didn't mind coming off the pitch, right? I didn't mind coming off the pitch if I'd missed four chances. I'd be disappointed naturally, but you know what? I think to myself, I'm making some great runs. Yeah. I just got to work on my technique a little mm. bit. And maybe can I pick the corners out when I've got chances? My worry was when I came off after the game and I hadn't had a chance. That's the time to worry because then you're thinking, am I doing the right things? Am I getting across the mm. defender? Did, am I peeling off under sure. the defender's shoulder? Didn't happen too often though, did it, John, to be fair? The I goals you had. Yeah. Kind of yourself. You only missed no, 300 but, uh, chances. I'd probably <laughs> say about four or 500. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right, but, but yeah. what I'm saying is, I'm trying to say to the, the centre yeah. forwards, don't beat yourself too much yeah. about it. And Angela, have a goal. Because yeah. the goals will come. Mm. We've scored some terrific goals. It's just taking it from domestically into this it's you know it's it's the Champions League it's 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 the highest so they're level. going to do it against RB Leipzig away and home are Celtic going to score those goals because they look well, really good the other so. night they've just yeah. got to keep creating you just got to keep creating Jack and Marcus comes on and has, yeah. a, has a half a chance he's a little bit behind him his opportunity um, and then Kyogo's a little bit unlucky in the in the first couple of minutes where yeah. he's gone near post and the keeper makes a great save with his feet I thought Jota could have could have got his shot in a couple of times. He tried to go, you know, one extra touch, another touch, another touch. But it's not criticism. As I said, yeah. I was a former centre forward. And don't get too et up about, about missing opportunity because I believe if you're a quality striker like Celtic have right now, they've got quality players, the goals will come. It's a strong squad, Barry, isn't it? The Celtic squad. Yeah, as when, when you look when he's making the changes after 65, 70 minutes and who's coming yeah. on off the bench, there's guys that can make a a real impact and it really doesn't weaken the the, the Celtic team. Um, in terms of the squad just now, yep, they, they're certainly looking strong, Paul. Um, they've got 21, 22 really strong players. And you look who's not coming off the bench. He's James Forrest, yeah. guy, guys like that, um, Ralston. Well, should get all guys who have played a number of games since Postacoglu's come in there. So, yeah, it looks to me at this moment in time, Celtic in a real good place. What does the manager feel about the expectations in the Champions League? To be fair to this group of players, and all, you know, no one pushes them harder than me. They've made unbelievable progress in the last sort of 13, 14 months. You know, if you look at them, some of them weren't even playing in Europe. They were playing in Asia. Some of them were playing in League One or Championship level. Um, 
the progress that the, all of them have made has been outstanding. Um, as I said at the outset, I want us to be a Champions League football club, and that means not getting a result at Champions League level um, in a group. That means that you're there every year, and every year you get a little bit stronger, and every year you become more and more of a worthy challenger to to get to the deep into the competition. And and that does it takes time. It doesn't. You can't fast track that. But we haven't conquered anything yet. We've still got to prove ourselves at this level. We've got to prove consistently that we can play the football we want to play. And, you know, I think if we do that, as I said, after the game, I know the rewards will come, but the rewards will only come at the right time when we're, when we're worthy of it. John, you yeah, talk well, sense. He, he's yeah. talk sense and Salik did that against Real Madrid in the first half. Mm. They had the better chances. Um, Abado went through one-on-one, yeah. uh, you know, and you saw him score a hat-trick a few days before that against yeah. Dundee United. He's just taken it onto a different level. Um, and yet he's dropped the other night. It's just, it shows you the, the choices the manager has. And bringing on Haksabanovic from the start surprised a lot of people. Well, he went off at half time yep. then. He was involved in the goal. He got the ball. Um, Juranovic, it was yep. a long sort of clearance. Haksabanovic gets it. He's positive. He wants to take somebody on. And then Hatati makes a brilliant run through the middle. Okay, he went down as an own goal. But it was his desire to get in the box. Hatati from midfield, which, which allowed Sadi sure. to go 1 0 up. That was Hatati's goal, wasn't it? It should have been. Well, we gave it to him. Yeah, you did. Yeah. We've kept <laughs> it that way. You yeah. give it to him, yeah. but... No, I know. Sky went the other way yeah. and then they changed it and they came back. Joe Hart, could he have done better? Barry, you mentioned Big Joe when he arrived at Celtic. You said this is, he's still a great goalkeeper. I think he's proven, proven he has, that yeah. since he's, he, he signed with Celtic. I had no doubt in my mind. You remember on this programme, there was mm-hmm. a number a number of people questioning whether it was a, a good signing. I know Joe, I played with him, albeit he was a mm-hmm. bit younger. Mm-hmm. But I knew, not just he's a top goalkeeper, he's a big character. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think you've you've seen that since he's been up here. Yep. Um, he does make a difference. He's one of the guys, similar to Alan McGregor, doesn't shut up at the back. He's a real leader, but that's what, that's what yeah. I want in a goalkeeper. A Should guy that's communicating non-stop. Will he be disappointed in that? Yeah, but he's, he sets high standards. Top goalkeepers yeah. set yeah. high standards and they, he'll believe that he should have done uh, maybe better at the goal. John, what do you think? I think that I think it's a nice finish into the roof of the net. Um, you'd, you'd have to ask Joe, obviously, um, whether he's disappointed conceding that goal, but... Uh, Actually, I thought the boy was was their best player. I think Dubrick, I think his name was. I think Arsenal wanted to sign. He was heavily linked with Arsenal in the in the transfer window. There, um, very very good technique. I thought he was their best player um, on the night. But um, listen, you, yeah. I, I I know much about goalkeepers, but um, you know you don't know much about them. No. You beat loads of them. <laughs> Madrid's the scorer there. Well, but John Hartson and Barry Ferguson—they're both quite combative tonight. I've had one in the chin already from Big John. <laughs> uh, you could call him 0808-17-17-700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Well done to Hearts last night, winning in Riga and Latvia. And my goodness, Barry, the Scotland needed it, didn't it, to get the coefficient? But a good win for for yeah, Hearts. Listen, John, I'll tell you, it doesn't matter where it is in Europe. Any victory away from home mm-hmm. is a is an excellent uh, victory. And Hearts showed it last night. I, I watched that good, uh, real good penalty from Shanklin mm-hmm. keeper. I think if it's anywhere else, the keeper gets it. Um, so listen, a great result because Hearts are. I've been yeah. through a. A slightly sticky patch in terms of results, so um, I'm sure that'll give them 
all the confidence they need going into the, the, um, the weekend's game. And John Forrest scores in a European game. Mm. No, it's not James Forrest, it's his brother Alan. Alan. Forrest, yeah. He's good. done well, you know him from yeah. obviously. Yeah, very good. L- Livingston. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, he's making a name for himself at Hearts now, isn't he? And Hearts got several good players. And we, we've we've said it many a times here, they're, they're looking like they're the, they're the third best team. Um, Salican Rangers obviously and then and then Hearts uh, Robbie Nielsen has done a really good job with them sure has in yeah. the last couple of years coming up obviously from the from the from the championship as well but I've got to say I actually bumped into a lot of Hearts fans at the airport how were they yeah uh, they, they were alright <laughs> they weren't too bad I suppose but uh, straight back from BT yeah, Sport we heard John uh, obviously yeah. I went down to London and, yep. and the Hearts fans were travelling over to uh, to Latvia Riga um, so uh, they were alright they were yeah. not too bad Big bad John Hartson is with us <laughs> along with Barry. We'll have to get something in the middle for you, for Barry Ferguson. We've got two of the biggest names in Scottish football here on the programme. And here's Sean on the line, a big Rangers fan. Hi, Sean. How are you all doing? How are you doing, John? And how are you doing, Barry? And how are you doing, Paul? Yeah. I'm very well, Sean. Thank you, mate. And, and I hope you're well too. How are you feeling, mate? I'm, I'm, I'm okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm got a good weekend plan, so I'll be okay. okay. Yeah, you, you're <laughs> natural, the dog. So I think you you want to talk about Alan McGregor. Yeah, yeah, I want to talk about Alan McGregor. I thought in the first half, I thought Alan McGregor played uh, well in uh, saving the penalties. Obviously, one penalty he missed, but got um, a three penalties he saved too. I actually think Alan McGregor should now be the number one goalkeeper. If not Alan McGregor, if you don't want to go down that road, Rob McCorry, but John McLaughlin, sorry, sorry mate, John McLaughlin shouldn't wear Rangers gloves again. He was, he's a good goalkeeper, but he's not Rangers standard. Barry. Yeah, well, you know my feelings sure. on who should be number one. Mm. I said that at the start of the season when we had the debate. Alan McGregor all day long for me. Look, John McLaughlin's a very good goalkeeper, but when you're talking about exceptional goalkeepers, high standards... Guys, a guy who's done it week in, week out, week out, year on year. Alan McGregor for me, and he proved it. What well, he's saving the first half because it could have been a different game. Um, he makes himself big, which all top goalkeepers do. Um, and then obviously the penalty saves. But I, I think just throughout the game, he brought a real assurance to that that backline, which has been badly missing um, over the last few weeks. So it'll be interesting to see tomorrow. Who's, um, who's in goals at three o'clock I don't know if John McLaughlin's fit or not I don't know if you can tell no me did they train yep. um, I think we'll find that out later on the show but for me Alan McGregor, I, Alan McGregor. Yeah, I, I said it at the start of the season and, and I'm not, I'm not going to go and have a pop at John McLaughlin because I do rate John McLaughlin mm. but the problem John McLaughlin's got is there's a guy there who's an exceptional goalkeeper who's played at the highest level for a number of years Sean has just asked you though he's, he's just said John McLaughlin shouldn't wear the Rangers gloves again. Is that a bit harsh? Yeah, I think it's harsh on harsh. him. Yeah, yeah. I, I do honestly think it's harsh on him. Sean, yeah, he's made a couple yeah. of mistakes. Certainly in the, the old firm game, you, you can question, obviously, the mistake he made for the fourth goal. The first goal, Abada, can he have a stronger hand? Um, but I think that's harsh on him in terms of he shouldn't wear the Rangers shirt again. I think he's good enough to be at a club like Rangers, but in terms of being number one, for me, it's Alan McGregor yeah. all day long. And he had big Sean, saves you know, against PSV, I remember he did. John? Sean, do you know what I think you? I, I, I think yeah. um, there may well have been a conversation between yeah. John McLaughlin and um, GVB, the manager. And maybe what's happened, right, is 
he's yeah, gone to there. he's gone to John McLaughlin at the start of the season and he's gone you're going to be my number one this season that's exactly I believe what possibly could have happened that's why John McLaughlin started as number one alright managers yeah. good managers clever managers have to sometimes put their ego aside and their stubbornness aside and they have to make a change when they feel a change is necessary now, Alan, Alan McGregor's come in and did very well. And now, for me, I think on the evidence of how Alan McGregor and how the fans generally feel, the, the, the Rangers fans I bump into generally feel on the radio, Barry feels, mm-hmm. now it's time, I think, for Alan McGregor to probably come back in and be the number one. That's even if, and that's why I'm staying, managers can be quite stubborn. When they make a decision, they tend to stick to it. But the good ones... They will change for the sake of the team and for the sake of getting better results. So that conversation may well have gone ahead, Sean, um, where he's promised yep. John McLaughlin, look, he's promised, yeah, he's sure. half-promised. Yep. He, pro- he said, look, you will get the shirt to start the, start the season. But he's had a couple of indifferent performances, to say the least, John McLaughlin. Yeah. But now, I think the majority now probably feel that um, that Alan McGregor should get a run in the side. Sean, what are you feeling about the the wider the signings? The fact seven signings uh, in the summer, none of them started. I know two of them are injured. What did you feel? Well, it's a bit upsetting to be honest, but there's a couple of signings part of the strike. Uh, I don't know what's going on with um, the centre back. Is it David? Yeah. I don't, you're hearing speculation of a health issue. I don't really know, and I don't want to speculate. Yeah, I don't want to be that sure. kind of person. Yeah. It's got personal reasons. Then. But obviously, I understand with John Suter, people say he's no good enough, people say he is good enough. Obviously, he lost his brother, um, hope his family's all well. So yeah. There's certain things. I, but some of the signings, um, Paul, I'm not going to lie, I don't think they've been, um, they've got to make it at Rangers, but I hope I'm wrong. But I think it's got to be a half season this season. Rangers need to really, uh, in, in the next couple of weeks, uh, turn it on because I think these Celtic, and I'm an on, I'm always been an honest fan on the show, yeah. I think Celtic are playing some good football. I watched them against Real Madrid mm-hmm. and I actually think in the first half Celtic were the better team. They were. Yep, John says they were. Barry, yeah, Sean, yep. see when the, the starting 11 came out an hour before kick-off on yep. Wednesday? What were your feelings on it? Yeah. How did you feel as a as a, a supporter when you seen the team coming out? When it get named? No, uh, no. When the team get named, how did you feel? The Rangers team, the starting eleven. Um, I was I was a wee bit confident, but I would like to have seen some of the new signings. But I still was quite confident with the game. And the commitment was different than it had been the week before, wasn't it? Yeah, they, they showed a real desire, yeah. real hunger. And, and do you know what mixed well, in with that? Well, Barry, Barry. A bit Barry, of quality. in the first uh, 20 yeah. minutes in yeah. Rangers, Rangers game yesterday, uh, no yesterday, Wednesday, uh-huh. I thought Rangers uh, what might have been the better team for the first 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I thought up, Sean, maybe... I thought up until Sands gets sent off when 55, 56 mm-hmm. minutes, I'm not too sure. Yeah. yeah, I thought Rangers were right in the game. I Obviously, going down to ten men against a quality team yeah. is it's going to be tough. But I thought Rangers at least showed a bit of grit and determination, mixed in with a bit of quality, and they competed with a top level team for me. Now, what they need Barry. to do is take that forward. Yeah, Sean. Barry, Yo. I ask you something. 
Mm-hmm. Um, right, I don't think we'll get into the Champions League last 16, right? But realistically, I know we've got Liverpool in the next two games. If Rangers got any chance of finishing third and getting a last 16 in Europa League, or do you think it they played this? Good question. Yeah, yeah. Paul asked me this on yep. Wednesday. It's it going is. to be tough. It's going to be tough. You look at as you just mentioned there, Sean. Look at the next two games: a double header against Liverpool. I know Liverpool have not been at their best this yep. season, but they're still a quality team with quality players. So it's it's going to be tough, Sean. I think um, to finish in third. Look, you never give up and trying, but I think it's going to be a tough one for Rangers. John, what do you feel for Rangers? It was always going to be a really tough. Section so they've then got to go to Napoli and then finishing up. They're really, Ajax really hard. It's a, it's it's the group of death. Yeah, you know Napoli have just thumped Liverpool four mm-hmm. one. You know Liverpool. I know. You know how good are Liverpool? You know, and they've just absolutely embarrassed them. You know, yeah. in Napoli, Ajax could have been 10, 10 against Rangers. They absolutely just toyed with. They were, you know, they were incredible mm-hmm. on the night. You still got Ajax to come, to Ibrox. Yeah. And then Napoli last night, yeah, you played very well. Better team, first 20, 25 minutes. The sending off kills you, ultimately. You've still got to go to Naples to play Napoli away. It's a ridiculously hard, hard group. It really is. I think it's probably the hardest group yeah. out of them all. Um, so, you know, Rangers will be up against it. In well, so will Celtic mm-hmm. because, um, you know, this sure. level, this yeah, level, you know, yeah. Celtic have to go and get a result in Leipzig. Yeah. Then, then I think from Celtic's point of view, they've been strong. Get the crowd behind them, like we thought mm-hmm. Rangers would on the evidence of the Europa League. They've got to rely then on on, on playing at home in terms of the crowd and that extra man and that twelfth man. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about, you know, because I think on the on the evidence of what we saw the other night, Celtic can beat Shakhtar at home. I think they're a better side than Shakhtar, mm-hmm. and we've not seen much of of Leipzig yet. And we want to be in a situation where Real Madrid run away with the group. And then it's wide course, open then yeah. for the second and sure. third places out of the out of the rest of the games because Real Madrid obviously European champions. Sure. You know, you, you know how good they are. You've drifted into Celtic territory there. We'll come <laughs> no, back I was on just that. Shortly. To say that. He, on. he ran well with the ball, didn't he? I mean he did. He took it away back yeah. to uh, Celtic but territory. When the group made great points. One made I, I said straight away, uh, what a tough of group course. Rangers were drawn in. Says. Here's GVB after the game, Sean. This is what he said. Of course, disappointed yeah. with the result, but um, I think we can get a lot of positives out of the game. I think the way we uh, we started, actually, until the, the sending off, I think we were uh, competing really well with, uh, with Napoli. And um, just as I thought that the game might go our way in the second half. Then, uh, of course, the sending off and the penalty, three penalties that we were, uh, had to uh, defend, uh, you know, cost us the game, you know, against a quality side like Napoli with one man less. They have too much quality to, uh, to make it very difficult for us. That was then. Tomorrow is Dundee United. Here's the manager, Sean, speaking about the game. Well, you know, they had some uh, positive results. Of, of course, you know, a uh, really... Difficult start of the season, change of, uh, of, uh, of manager. You know, they will come here and, and try to upset us with their, uh, with the, with their play. And, uh, you know, you, you always expect a, a very tough match at home with a quite compact, defensively well-organized team. But, uh, you know, we, as I said before, we have to um, keep our standards and, and, and we know how to uh, uh, overcome these opponents. We have to show it tomorrow. Barry? Yeah, well, he just 
use the word there, standards. That's the standard, they set that standard up until Sands get sent off. They competed with a, a top quality side in, in Napoli. Well, it doesn't look, it doesn't make it any easier when you get beat 3 0, um, which I, I think was kind to Napoli, but that's the standards they set. They've got to come out the way they did against Napoli. Um, against Dun United, who I think will come and try and sit behind the ball and frustrate them. Part of the bus. If, if, if yeah. Rangers turn up, the way that I know they can, certainly the way they did on Wednesday night, Rangers have got to be winning that game convincingly for me. Sean, what's your prediction? Well, Barry, what you just said there, right, see if Rangers never went down to 10 men, Sands getting the red card, um, and the way Rangers were playing. If Rangers mm. play the way they played uh, Napoli in the first half yeah. on, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday night, I believe it was Wednesday, I think Rangers will have it in the bag, but if Rangers play the way they played um, who did we play in the first game in the Champions League? Ajax. Ajax. We play that way and then uh, Dundee United will get the win. I'm going to go, i to put the line in the neck here. I'm going to go 2-0 Rangers tomorrow. All right, Sean. Thanks for calling. John, what do you, we're going to do the score predictor in the second hour, but you'd expect Rangers to win oh, tomorrow, Ibrox? What? Absolutely. Yeah. Dundee United are in turmoil. Bottom of the league, two points, played six, lost four. I'm not even going to mention who thumped them 9 0, Paul, because you'll have another <laughs> goal at me. You heard me mention the team I scored 110 Ooh. goals for, right? Hardly. Dundee yeah. United lost four, drawn two. Woeful. Yeah. Giovanni Van Bronckers just come on and said they've had some positive results. No, where they got that from? What, game, what team is he watching? Mm. Rangers will beat Dundee United tomorrow with their B team. That's how much turmoil uh, Dundee United are in. I don't want the B team out. I want that team that started on Wednesday night, but listen, they should batter Dundee United. John, do you think they'll play the same? They've got to take the positives yep. out of it. And a lot of people say oh, it's still a 3-0 defeat, but that performance showed me that they're mm. capable and they're up against Dundee United. John's just come out with the stats here in terms of their, their form. They're a, they're a team that's struggling for confidence, Dundee United. Yep. What you do to a Lost team like that is... You come out the traps the first five or ten minutes and you put the game to bed early doors. Quick break and then we're back. It's the Go Radio Football Show, ex-Celtic star, John Hartson and Rangers, Barry Ferguson. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, John Hartson. Are your calls coming in? 08, 08 17, 17 700. And we're on the socials at Go Football Show. Albert's been on from Gart Kosh. He's text in to say Rangers lost their first two Europa League group games last season against Sparta and Lyon. Anything can happen. Different level, but that's true. Didn't yeah, start well. Yeah, <laughs> he's thinking positive. Um, that's that's what you've got to do when you're yeah. going through tough times, Paul. The last um, ten days in terms of results been a sore, sore one for the Rangers fans. Mm. Certainly, the two performances against Celtic and Ajax. A bit of positivity from the first sixty or so minutes against Napoli, um, but you never know. But what me and John were speaking about it earlier on. You look at that group. It is a tough group. Mm a lot of quality yeah. within um, their teams top quality players but you never know in football football brings up some strange results at times but listen I think it will be difficult for Rangers to, to get that third place just want to point out when Giovanni was asked about Dundee United here's what he said at the beginning well you know they had some uh, positive results of, of course you know a really 
difficult start of the season, change of, uh, of, uh, of manager. So I think it was that point about positive results. I think he meant AZ Altmar the first game. And of course, there was such expectations and then it collapsed for Jack Ross. But you're right, John. Mm. It, it's been... They're there for the taking tomorrow. I don't well, think anyone would disagree. John just mentioned there, and I've just looked at myself here. Yeah, they're sitting bottom of the table, yeah. two points. They're sitting there for a reason. Because mm. they've had a real poor start to the season. Forget about the AZ game. That, that was in Europe. League for them. They're coming to Ibrox. Rangers are at home. Rangers have got to take the game to Dun United. Now, if they do... And John will tell you when you're at home, whether it's Rangers or Celtic, you start that first five or ten minutes flying, coming out the traps, put them under pressure, you get that first goal and then they could cave in. Dundee United, Dundee United will go there tomorrow. You know exactly how they'll line up. They'll play probably three at the back with uh, wing-backs. They'll probably put two in front of the, the three at the back. They'll make it really difficult for Rangers to break them down. But Rangers have to show. That's why you're at a football club like Rangers, mm. the quality players, the Tillmans, the Lawrences, the Arfields, these type of guys, and Matonda, if he starts somewhere else, that's why you're at Rangers and not at Dundee United because you've got a higher yeah. quality in terms of your performance. It's down to Rangers to go and break Dundee United down tomorrow, but there's no doubt about it. Dundee United will be saying, this is an extremely difficult place to go. If we can take a point, if, we can, if our goalkeeper can play really, really well... If we come away from Ibrox with any type of result tomorrow, that's huge for us. That's the approach that Dundee will have tomorrow going to Ibrox. Ange Postacoglu mentioned the nine goals of Celtic at Dundee United. To be fair to this group of players, and all, you know, no one pushes them harder than me. They've made unbelievable progress in the last sort of 13, 14 months. You know, if you look at them, some of them weren't even playing in Europe. They were playing in Asia. Some of them were playing in League One or Championship level. Um, the progress that all of them have made has been outstanding. Um, as I said at the outset, I want us to be a Champions League football club and that means not getting a result at Champions League level um, in a group. That means that you're there every year and every year you get a little bit stronger and every year you become more and more of a worthy challenger to, to get to the deep into the competition. And, and that does, it takes time. It doesn't, you can't fast track that, but we haven't conquered anything yet. We've still got to prove ourselves at this level. We've got to prove consistently that we can play the football we want to play. And, you know, I think if we do that, as I said, after the game, I know the rewards will come, but the rewards will only come at the right time when we're, when we're worthy of it. He did mention nine goals against... He didn't say Dundee United at one point today. Mm -hmm. John, he's the real deal, isn't he? His stock is rising and rising. His stock is rising. I don't want it to rise <laughs> too high, by the way, because yeah. uh, that attracts interest. But, listen... I think Ange is um, he's at Celtic for for uh, to improve the team, to improve himself um, in terms of his management career. He's been very very impressive, hasn't he? Since he's come mm. in, you have to say that he's come in. He had a team, yeah. He didn't have a team. He didn't have a team. His recruitment has been most of the the, the signings, you know, barring one or two, um, but most of his signings have hit the ground running. You know, I could name Carter Vickers, I, I, I could name Hart, I could name Abada, I could name Jota, I could name Kyogo, mm. Hitachi. There's six there. Mm. That are mainstays. O'Reilly. O'Reilly, again, what a player. Yeah. What, what a good footballer he is. Balance and a lot of guile about him. So, he's done ever so well and he's not only brought in good players and they're actually performing exceptionally well. Mm. This system, he's drummed this system into them where the full-backs get forward. They're always looking for that spare man. There's always a spare man and they give it to him. He runs into space. 
pick out the spare man, and all of a sudden, if you can get on the half turn and go forward or go wide, you know that that that's his philosophy. This four three three, he was criticised, he was questioned in terms of would he change when they got some really difficult games in last season in Europe, where they were beaten a few times, conceding a lot of poor goals. But no, he ain't going to change. But I have to say, I think even even the Rangers supporters would have to look at Hans Postecoglou and go, "Where's this guy come mm. from? What a job he's doing!" Yeah, he can go back to where he yeah. came from. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the, the, the way that he plays, it's risk and reward. Yeah, it is. The, the amount of players that fly forward, um, and there was question marks in terms of when you're getting into the Champions League, European champions are coming to Celtic Park. Are you going to sit behind the ball and try and frustrate them? No. They came out the traps. They went for Real Madrid and they made a real good fist at um, for 60 or so minutes until Real Madrid got that, that goal. And then you've seen their quality come through. Listen, mm. they're European champions for a reason because they're top quality team and get top quality players. But from not knowing anything about them, I've got to be honest with you, I have been impressed with the way he carries himself, the way he comes across. But also the biggest thing for me is, and John will tell you, recruitment in football is the hardest thing. Yeah. And Probably 80, 90% of his recruitment has been spot on. It's 90%, isn't it, really? I, th- I think as well, Paul and Barry, I yeah. think with recruitment, um, you need that bit of luck as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, you take a young boy from Benfica, right, in Jota, <laughs> you give him a platform. Nobody thought, really, he would become the player. That, you know, he's made himself the player he is and just gave him the platform. He's put him in a position where... He feels he can develop him in terms of he can go around the outside, mm-hmm. he can dink it to the back post and create, he can cut inside on his, I was going to say favourable right foot, but we've seen him smash yeah. him in with his left foot. Abada's numbers, 17 goals last season from wide, gets himself inside that back post mm-hmm. when the ball's on the opposite side. So, you know, Kyogo, Ange knew Kyogo from the J League and it was like, Six million pounds. Everybody's thinking we're signing a Japanese centre forward yeah. for six million pounds, but he's been unbelievable. You know, he's really been unbelievable. So you also need a few things to go your way. Yeah. Um, Carter Vickers mm-hmm. been on loan six or seven times from Spurs before he comes to Celtic, and that Celtic then his performances. He are, found his home, didn't he? Absolutely. Yeah. And then Celtic go and find the money then to pay yeah. whatever it was, eight or nine million pounds for him, whatever he cost. He's they, been backed they, by they the board. They all go on about yep. like Kyogos and Hitatis yeah. and Jotas yeah. and O'Reilly's and, and rightly so, but Juranovic. Yeah. Juranovic, mm. I think yeah. he's a, yeah. a proper sure. fullback. Mm. Mm. And that, that, these are guys, all these guys that I've mentioned, never knew anything about them. Sure. Mm. And they've come in and it just shows you that he's got an eye. He's certainly got an eye for a player, and it's not cost an absolute fortune. Mm-hmm. Jota, yep, he was probably the the biggest one. What six and a half million pound did he cost? Yeah, but Juranovic a couple of million, O'Reilly one and a half million, yeah. Kyogo Hitati, what a couple of million each. Mm-hmm. And the club, the club yep. backed Ange's judgment, didn't he? But that, they have, they, yeah. He must. Have, they must. Who found him, John? Who was it? Do you know? They must have an officer. They must have a recruitment mm. officer that Ange would have found him. Ange oh. would have known about him because he, he'd, he'd come across him in the yeah. J-League, obviously. That's um, what I meant. Who found Ange because... Oh, Ange, sorry. I thought, yeah. you, I thought he meant who found He has been the find. There. Well, have a think about that while we hear about Ange. He was asked again today. He didn't change his tactics against Real Madrid. He didn't change no them chance. the other night against Shakhtar. And he's not going to change them now. Not in terms of our approach. Obviously, you know, the games, as you said, potentially could go in a different way to, to what the Champions League and games go. But but in terms of the underlying stuff, we still kind of focus on the same things about 
sort of dominating the game and dominating where the game's played and and making sure that we're kind of always, you know, aggressive in our approach. Uh, we took that into the Champions League <coughs> games and, and, you know, coming back to, to, to league is, is no different for us. So whatever the, the sort of differences may be, the, the answers still lie within, you know, us concentrating on the, the sort of basic fundamentals of how we want to play. And he spoke about the depth of the squad. We've kind of been building towards something. Obviously, last weekend's game getting called off meant that, you know, there was there was probably a rotation in there for, for some of the players who haven't played and, you know, we would have come out of this sort of first group of games with everyone getting some decent game time, but um, that sort of never happened. And uh, But we know after the international break, I think we've got 10 or 11 games in 34, 35 days. So we're going to need everybody and, and, you know, there's no doubt that the team will, will change through that process. Um, and again, it's about having everyone ready, I think. Like I said, we began that process. I mean, if you remember the Ross County game, I think I made nine changes and the level of our performance was excellent on the night and, you know, we probably would have done something similar last weekend. Um, so, you know, we're still gearing up to what's ahead and what's ahead is that we're going to require, you know, real strong squad of players um, and we won't be able to rely on sort of just, you know, 11, 12 um, to get through it. Barry, 11 games in 35 days. It'll be similar for Rangers as well. This is a crucial part of the season. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of games, Paul, but when you play at big yeah. clubs, you've got to expect that mm. when you're you're playing domestically in the Cups and then you obviously get Europe. Um, and that's why you need to have a big competitive squad. So they, these these both clubs can can handle it. I had it in my day, so did John. Yeah. Three games a week. They're, they're, at times, there might be a bit of rotation where maybe injuries are, are suspensions, but listen, you, you, that's why you do pre-season. You're geared up for three games a week. Both teams gone all out to win the title, Celtic to retain it, Rangers to regain it from the year before. The way it's going just now, five points in it, Barry. I know Rangers can pull it back. Do you think they will pull it back? And bringing it back to your column today, you know, you're calling for some change. There needs a bit of, the, the players who've come in have to step up. Well, the new, the, the new yeah. players that have been signed will be sitting on the bench or in the stand and that's the standards that, that are starting a living set standards in terms of your, your application that should be a given your desire your spirit your togetherness and they showed that now that's a start albeit a, a difficult result but now you need to take that forward and tomorrow it needs to start domestically because you cannot fall any more points behind Celtic at this moment in time or it would be all over, wouldn't it? If it, it'd be hard. Yeah, it'd be hard to to claw it back. Look, it's been clawed back that amount of points. But the way that that Celtic are charging forward at this moment in time, Rangers just need to get back to winning ways, and that comes tomorrow against a struggling Dundee United team. Four defeats and two draws this season. I, I think there'll be nobody within Celtic Park that'll be getting carried away. Like the fans will get carried away. That's that's and they rightly yeah. so. You know, they they enjoyed the first you know, derby victory of the season already and they'll be getting carried away. Of course they will, they're allowed to. But there'll be nobody in particular, Ange, will allow the players to get carried away. There's, what, 30 games to go. You know, Rangers could, the form could change. There's another three uh, games against Rangers to come yeah. this season. Mm -hmm. They could turn their form around. They could, buy a, mm -hmm. they could buy a couple of players in January. They probably will, you know. Um, and... As I said, it's just game. You speak to Ange, I'm starting to sound a bit like Ange, by yeah. the way. If you speak to the manager, <laughs> yeah. 
he will just say, we will just take every game as we go. We'll keep improving. We'll still work with the system that we have, that 4-3-3. He drums that into them every single day and he's on about improving. He's not on about improving that domestic level, Paul. He wants to improve in the Champions League. He wants to take Celtic to another level, you know, in, in terms of uh, the improvement he wants to see in the team. So, without... Outside of Celtic Park, players can get, people can get carried away, but I'm telling you now, the players, it'll be game by game. And the break for the World Cup, Barry, we've never had it in this time of the year. You know, yeah, the it's going to be strange, November. Paul. Yeah. Never known it in my lifetime, there is anybody. Yeah. Um, strange, disappointing, your country's no there, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. But now you need to make sure you get to um, the break with maximum points. Um, and that, that'll be something that'll be spoken about inside the dressing room I'm no doubt since the Ajax defeat last week you've seen a difference with that game called off at the weekend there was more time obviously spent in the training ground a right few meetings to sort a few things out and it looked that way on Wednesday night I mean I, I, after the game I was more positive than I was certainly before it getting both both points of view here Barry from Rangers John with his Celtic experience as well and we're going to take more of your calls after the news 0808 17 17 700 service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.com. We are in the city of the Champions League. We'll remember this year, football-wise, for the Champions League. Celtic going in automatically as the champions and Rangers... Uh, who qualified and they just missed out on the automatic qualification just losing out in the Europa League final but it's easy to forget we've got the big two in the Champions League it's just a pity Barry we've got a bit of a break now before we go back to it and uh, RB Leipzig uh, against Celtic over there and Rangers at Anfield you and John Hartson know a bit bit about uh, Anfield I'll let John he knows Anfield better than me he'll let you He'll tell you, sorry, the, the goal he scored. I don't think I was watching that game. I, <laughs> I was at the match, John. You'll yeah. never forget it, will you? 2003. I was a Liverpool fan. Uh, that's well documented. You know, Rush is going to go on for about five uh, minutes. Right, uh, Barry, <laughs> great to see you. <laughs> no, I'm telling, telling people why yeah. I'm Liverpool. Yeah. Right? Because people will say, well, why are you Liverpool? Born in Swansea. Mm. Um, Rushy, Ian Rush. Ah, yeah. One reason. 364 goals for Liverpool. The Welsh centre forward. Yeah. I took Rushy's number nine shirt, you know, after him getting, you know, being the record Welsh goal scorer. Now Gareth Bale has got that mental. Yeah. So that was the only reason I supported Liverpool. So obviously, go in there that night. Um, and we played very well. We had to score, Paul, because Liverpool had got the 1 yeah. 1 at Celtic Park the week before. So no matter what happens, we need a goal. Otherwise, we're out anyway. Yeah. Alan Thompson sort of um, he flukes a goal goes under the wall <laughs> Tom will tell you he meant yeah. it 
But I, I'm not sure if they yeah. did. I'm only joking. <laughs> no. I like Tom. He's my yeah. mate. And then we 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 finished the game very well. But uh, no, it was a it was a momentous result for us because we, it it made sure then that we went through and we got to the final, which was fantastic. Unfortunately, we lost to Jose Mourinho's Porto in Indeed. 2003. But that was one of the that was one of the great nights. Rangers have had them as well in, mm. in the Europa League, you know, going to Dortmund and scoring mm. four and beating other teams. And um, but these are the nights in Europe. Barry will tell you the Champions League nights. They're the ones you tell your grandkids about. Mm. These these nights I will always remember. Do you know in, in terms of looking back at your career, Barry would have had a few. Yeah, they're, they're special oh, nights. Yeah. Special nights. I mean, you just look at the the, the teams that are coming this season: Real Madrid to Celtic Park, Napoli. Um, toppy Serie A for a reason because they're a top team then Liverpool you've got a double header it's great for the the game and, and last week was exciting albeit it was a from a Rangers point of view it was a sore watch yeah. but it's just brilliant to see the club back in the, in the Champions League and I think as well Paul I think you're right buddy it's like how long has it been how long has it been you know since since so Celtic got to the group stages and both teams got yeah. there in the same year you know 12 years and it's like sometimes I know we're on air and we have mm. to react to results and yeah. things like this, but let's not forget where we've been and and how far you know as clubs and teams that 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 the both the both clubs mm. have come and all of a sudden you come up against these teams that are there every single year. Mm. Liverpool recently won it, yep. got to the final and lost it. You know, it's like and all of a sudden Rangers have to go in. Rangers have been building this team probably worth half a billion. I'm not quite. I'm just plugging sure. allegedly half a billion probably you know, more whatever yeah. and then and then you expected to compete and then we're expected to give opinions on mm. how we think their chances yeah. are you know both clubs look at Celtic against Real Madrid the mm. European champions you know and it's like you punch above your weight you know but the fans that's that's what both clubs that's that's why they that's why they're huge clubs because they expect their, their teams to do very well against anybody it's the football city they are massive clubs just in a country that doesn't get the TV revenue that they get in England. You, you know that? Yeah, if we, like both Rangers and Celtic can't go out and spend tens of millions. Um, they've got to be wary of what they spend and they've, they've got to dip into the market at, at certain areas and go for certain players. Um, but listen, it's just brilliant to see yeah. Champions League football. And, and these, I'm talking the best in the world coming to play at your, your stadium look Rangers are going to have Liverpool coming Van Dyke for me best centre half still you've got Mo Salah yep. last week Celtic Real Madrid Modric best centre midfielder mm. for me in the world at this moment in time Cruz in the middle of the pitch Benzema up top I mean it's brilliant to see these players come <laughs> um, and, and that's why the fans are, are absolute buzzing and, and when they go Rangers and Celtic fans have got expectations they expect you to go and <laughs> at least compete and that's what Celtic done last week against Real Madrid. And that's what Rangers done on Wednesday night against Napoli. It's going to be some few weeks coming up back in it in October. But for just now, we're looking back to the other night. And we're also looking forward to tomorrow and Sunday. Rangers in action tomorrow against Dundee United. Celtic, 12 o'clock at the new Love Street. Uh, let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, their game tomorrow. Here's the latest on the squad. We don't have any fresh new injuries uh, after the game on, uh, on Wednesday, so uh, we have all the players available who were also available uh, in the last game. Would you use any of them, Barry? What do you think? Well, that tells me Alan McGregor's going to start. John McLaughlin's not in the squad. And I said, Paul, I said in my column, 
Um, I would start that starting eleven. I would have wrapped them in cotton wool over the the couple of days, and make sure they're ready to go at three o'clock, which is a a result, a win. Sorry, I fully expect Rangers to get against a, a struggling Dundee United team at this moment in time. Here is your former teammate talking about the positives he took from that performance uh, on Wednesday night. Well, I think they're mentally, uh, although we suffered another defeat, the players look really strong. I think that's um, you know an aspect we need to have, reaching back to the to the league and uh, with a home game, we are very determined to uh, to get back to uh, to winning ways. And let's get the Celtic update from Ange Postecoglou. Everyone sort of pulled up okay from um, Wednesday night, so no real issues coming out of that. And um, yeah, aside from that, I think uh, McCarthy missed Wednesday night. Like I said, he had a bit of an illness, but he was back training today. And yeah, Carl Starfelt's obviously out until um, after the international break. Everyone else uh, should be okay. Squad depth we talked about earlier. He's been talking about Greg Taylor, who, John, what would you say about Greg Taylor this season for Celtic and the improvement in his game? Yeah, well, he, he finished the season last season very good, um, and what he does now, I think he, he knows. He knows um, every Celtic player; they know their role when they go on the pitch. And it's really good when when you know that um, because, and then, and then you carry out them roles. I think his role in the team is to get forward, join in with the play, you know, create that man, that spare man, if you like, from that left hand side. He links ever so well. Whenever he gets it, if Jota's on, he just goes pop. Just and and that's that's um, that's uh, something that he's been told to do. If Jota's on, give him the ball, especially if he's unmarked. If he's not on, come in, you know, come inside with the ball. If there's nothing on in the middle of the park, go back, and then Celtic will build again. Um, defensively, I think he's improved. Um, but his main asset for me is getting forward and putting balls in the box. He plays one-two uh, in and around the edge of the box, little one-twos, little in, introvert little passes, and then he, he can cut it back to the penalty box for like an oncoming midfielder. He can he can sort of stand it up to the back post. But he is he is much improved, I think, Greg Taylor. Um, I was a little bit I was a little bit not so much critical, but I was wondering whether if he was good enough. You know, a couple of years ago, because I think his his, his crossing was poor, mm. but it's simply you know he, he used to he used to hit that first man quite a lot. But I have to say, um, I, I, I've I've been delighted with his progress. He's holding down that left back spot. You know, he's become a real mainstay in the team, and Ange Ange obviously trusts him, um, and he's playing in a very good side at the minute, and he's pivotal in the way the team play. The, you know, it's like the full backs. Mm. I've got a lot of onus on the fullbacks. Juranovic, huge part of the game, isn't you know, it? The way Ralston they play. has a yeah. feature an awful lot, but Ralston did an awful lot wrong. It's just Juranovic is just that little yeah. bit ahead right now. But you know, Greg Taylor for me has become a pivotal part of the team. Here is Greg Taylor, and he's talking about his Scotland call-up. We've got a big game Sunday. First, um, all focus is on that, and I've always touched on if you are performing well for your club, international recognition takes care of itself. So, focus on Sunday. Try and put on a best performance of the season and then um, focus on international football after. And what about the confidence of his own team Celtic? I think as a, as a team we are um, in a good place. We've uh, domestically been really strong and in Europe the performances have been there. Um, with the next four games we've got in the Champions League we aim to um, turn them performances into 
few more positive results. We know it's a real high level, as I've touched on, but we, it's a level that this club should compete on, and I think it's a level this team can compete on. So we're aiming to do that, and uh, we've got four more opportunities to show that we belong here. And back in Scotland, he was asked about Andy Robertson, who, of course, is out of the three games coming up. Andy's obviously playing at the highest of levels at Liverpool and a top player and top captain, so it's um, difficult to get opportunities for me but if the manager decides that I'm uh, deserving of one it'll be a, a massive honour as has the other seven times Barry, great attitude hasn't he? Greg Taylor Well since Postacoglu has come in there's been a hell of an improvement in Greg Taylor that's for sure I think when Celtic signed him for £2 million I wasn't sure I don't know what John thinks I wasn't sure if he would be a regular mm. but fair play to him he's obviously Worked hard, got his head down. He's certainly, as I said, he's improved big time under Postacoglu. And now he's got a chance to start. I think he will start for Scotland in that wing-back area where Robertson been out. So this is a chance to go and show he can do it in international stage as well. And John, he, it'd be great for his confidence as well. Final well point and, I, and I think um, my own opinions is on international football is that you pick players in form. Yeah. You know, if you've got a player somewhere who's winning weekly and playing in good teams and, and actually excelling at that position, it's the perfect scenario. You know, he might have other left-backs he's looking at, um, Steve Clark. But, you know, if he's not going to get a cap now on, on, on the back of how well he's done, you know, he's been called up to the squad. Um, so, you know, hopefully, you know, he'll get his opportunity. We're going to go through all the games. 6.40, ready for the predictor? Barry, we're going to go through all the games for this weekend. Yeah, I've, I've got it right. It's tough. It looks easy, but it's tough. <laughs> tough. Craig Moore last night on this programme said, yeah, match of the weekend. Uh, he said Hibs Aberdeen. To be fair, I think he meant away from the big two, but he said Hibs Aberdeen. So we're giving him, pel him pelters for that one. Hibs Aberdeen although what about your own Lewis Ferguson over in Italy but not appeared yeah disappointing he'll be disappointed because he wants to play games of football Paul he wants to try and get into that, that starting 11 I tuned in on, on Sunday afternoon um, my son was up for England and my mum and dad were down we tuned in to, to the Bologna game and he never started um, he was on the bench and never got on which was Disappointing. He just needs to keep his head down and wait for that opportunity. And that will come sooner rather than later, whether that's through an injury to one of the other midfielders or a, a suspension. But I think when he gets his chance, I think he'll take it. Because um, he's shown the qualities mm. that he, he had at, at Aberdeen. Um, you can see why Bologna wanted to sign him. So I just want to see him play games of football. I'm sure he's over there now frustrated, but as I says, I'm sure his time will come. He'll love the life there, I would imagine. You know, as he settles yeah, the down. Food. Uh, yeah, the yeah, food. He's moved uh -huh. into an apartment now as well. Um, my mum and dad were saying, so that's him settled into an apartment, which is important because it's tough when you're in a hotel. John's probably done it as well when he's moved clubs. I've done it. It's no ideal when you're you're stuck in a hotel, but now he's got his apartment. That'll be him more settled. And the only thing he needs to do now is force his way into the starting eleven. Yeah, it can be difficult. I, I never went abroad, but if, you, if you're classing Scotland as abroad, <laughs> I come up from England. And obviously yeah. I, I spent my first sort of um, three or four months in a hotel. Um, I had a great time, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my, my yeah. wife was down in, um, in, uh, in the Midlands. Uh, so everything was done for you? Yeah. Well, the hotels yeah. are there, and, and that's, you know, that's while you look for a house and you get settled in sure. and things like this. And my wife has to, the, other, the opposite to that, has to sell the house and of course. obviously find schools mm -hmm. and everything else. Um, 
and just let people know and pack and get delivery people. And were you we, ever, we, were you we ever tempted very, to go to Italy or Germany or whatever? Well, do you know what, mate? Yeah. The, the, I wasn't suited to that because of my colouring. You know, because yeah, the, the weather. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. in, in the heat. And that's why people say, oh, you might have made a bit of a difference if you'd played in Seville. I don't know, because I'd have found it ridiculously hot. I think most people would in Seville, wouldn't and they? And I just think, you know, yeah. my face used to go all blotchy and all. Yeah. I hated uh -huh. pre-season and the, the sun and everything else. Even now, me and my wife, we take the children away every summer. Places like Tenerife and really hot places. Is that punishment I, I, for you? I, I, I just spend all my time under yeah. the under the. I I actually burn in the shade. Yeah. So you know I'm that I'm that fair. Yeah. So being realistic, I, yeah. I don't think playing abroad in that heat, training every day, I'd have generally struggled. So I never really entertained entertain going abroad. Barry, what about you? You went to England. Is that abroad for yeah, you? Yeah, no, but yeah. do you know what? It's one regret. I would have liked to have yeah. tried. I had a lot of interest for Spain and Italy. Um, and then towards the end of my career I had the chance to go to the Middle East and, and MLS um, but when you've got a family they're settled in their schools I, I didn't want to I mean if I went away myself that's not a good idea no. yeah. um, so I decided um, against it but I look back maybe when the kids were younger only at primary school I maybe have, should have made that move to, to a foreign league Where would you have gone? If you could have Italy or Spain, what would you prefer? Any, because both mm. of them are really strong leagues. Paul, mm. you just look at the clubs that are involved in the leagues. Who, um, who so, could it have been? Oh, look, there was there was a few. I just, do you know what? I look back and I think I would have maybe have been suited to play yeah. that. I was just about to say that mm. point there. Um, your game, you know, passing, yeah. getting it, you know, giving it to the front, receiving it on the back foot, you know, um, just cultured, nice touch, see, see pictures around you, things like this. And Barry had great leadership qualities mm. as well. You know, he captained his country, captained Rangers. Um, and I was just about to say that when I played against Barry and watched him many times in games on the television, always found as if he had so much time on the ball. Mm. Like, I'm not, not comparing with, like, Roy Keane. Roy was one of the greatest. Mm. Um, but Roy, Roy was similar. Mm. Roy could get the ball off the back four... And he looked as if he was just in acres of space. Mm. And, and Barry, that's why I said, I think going abroad would have suited Barry's game. And Barry but, was one of the greatest Rangers players. Think, and again, abroad as well, sorry, of Paul. Course, I yeah, think it's more a slower time. game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yep. a slower yep. way of playing, I think, whereas sometimes, you know, in, in the Scottish Premiership, it, it can be rah, rah, it, it yep. can people right mm. on top of you. It can be, you know, you, you don't get a second, of a rat race you? on the pitch mm -hmm. sometimes because when you got it, it's three or four people around you and, you know, so I th I'm not, I'm paying Barry a nice compliment yeah. without trying to patronise too much. Yeah. I think his game would have suited playing abroad. But I take my hat off to to Lewis. Yeah. Just turned 23, mm. moving abroad. Um, do I get uh, um, yeah. Hibs mm. who's yeah. moved yeah. away? I mean, mm. fair play to these these young boys. Um, they go away and it's a different um, type of football, a, a different environment. Obviously, the weather's totally different. Um, so yeah, fair play to the young ones who go because you you very rarely. Seen it, it was the who was the first one to go? The boy at Hearts, um, um Hibs Joe, no, the Baker. boy at Hearts, yeah, or oh, this season, uh, oh, last, last season, season. Uh, Laura Shanklin was there, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the fullback, he's just his name's oh, just went away from me. We're going to take a quick break anyway, we need to, then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, visit their brand new Toyota showroom at Kennis Head Road, Darnley. Let's go, Go Radio Football Show. 
Paul Cooney, John Hartson, Barry Ferguson. Barry, just before the break, we were searching yeah, for I a did. name. Yeah, you know what? I could slap myself. I, I couldn't <laughs> get the young man's name. And Neil McCann's just um, texts me and says it's hacky. So another um, one was Jack Hendry. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was early as but well. But you know That's what? True. It's yep. brilliant to see these yep. these young boys go across and and go and showcase their their, their talents. And you, I mean, Hickey went across for I think a couple of million pound. Mm-hmm. I think somewhere in that re- region, and um, he's come back to to Brentford for about eighteen million pounds. So if you go over there and you do really well, there's clubs obviously that are going to um, pay a, a decent fee for you. So I, I like to see it. They're going out their comfort <coughs> zone as yep. well, Paul. Mm-hmm. They're going away for their families. Um, a brilliant learning curve so yeah I'm disappointed I, f- I forgot that name Do you I know, know what I'm like I, I know I watch all you, sorts you know of everything football. I went away back to Joe Baker and Dennis Terry. Law and John was thinking Aaron Hickey but we'd gone to the break good to Neil know McCann's that, put me in my place well it's good to know he's listening yep. what was he like to play against John against Neil McCann uh, he, yeah he was a good player, he was a good winger. I think he was. Uh, he did very well for for Hearts and uh, and at Rangers. He was one of these wingers that would that would be positive. He, he had good delivery, um, and those are the type of wingers I loved because yeah. you always knew you'd, you'd get an end product at some stage. You'd get a crossing, you know, um, and he worked on a, on a on an understanding that I always felt Martin O'Neill was big on this. Wingers, their job in the team is to make the centre forward a goal, mm. and it was Clough. You know, you look ah, at John yeah. Robertson yep. and all that. Mm. You go and make Gary Burtles. You go and make Tony Woodcock goals. That's your role. Yes, if you can cut inside and join in the play and hit a thirty-yarder with your wrong foot, that's brilliant. But your role as a winger, make a centre forward a goal. Yeah, a proper player. Proper player. Loved playing with him. Yeah. He would have been my, my best 11. You always can. say that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. no, no yeah. just with the qualities he, he had going forward. He'd done the dirty side of the game. Him and Arthur Newman had a brilliant partnership up, up that left-hand side. And do you know what? See, when you were in a battle, you'd want him in the, in the trenches with you, Neil McCann. Um, so, yep, yeah, used to love playing with him. And as I said, Paul, a proper wide player for me. Mm. So, Ange Postacoglu was asked today at the media conference, UEFA have opened um, inquiries into what happened. A banner, a couple of banners that were displayed by a section of the Celtic supporters before the game the other evening. Um, And Ange was asked, uh, did he have any message for the Celtic fans ahead of whatever is happening as a mark of respect for the Queen uh, for this Sunday? This was his reply. I have the same message to our fans that we always have. And uh, we've always... uh, you know, as I said before the game, we abided by the protocols. We wore black armbands on Wednesday night. I think there's a minute's applause. We'll abide by whatever obligations we have and, and responsibilities we have as a football club. We'll do that in a respectful manner. Um, we want our supporters to do the same. I'm not going to speak on behalf of anyone else's supporters. Um, you know, I'll, uh, I'll look after our own club and, and, uh, and our own supporters. And like I said, we'll do whatever is required, as we have so far, I think, in a fairly respectful way as a football club. And I think he spoke really, really well uh, for you know seventy years, uh, the Queen, um, and they wore the the black armbands quite rightly uh, before the game, and you could see it on the bench as well that Ange was wearing it, and so were his backroom team. So that I think he spoke well about it. Um, Barry um, for Rangers the other night, they were told by UEFA not to play the national anthem. The fans sang it, and uh, UEFA quite properly. Are taking no action against Rangers. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so they shouldn't. Yeah. I, I thought it was a, a brilliant tribute. 
Bemel Club Rangers um, a brilliant show and then after it the, the anthem came on and the players stood in the semicircle and everybody in the crowd sang so yep I thought it was a, a brilliant tribute from Rangers and you're best giving um, no publicity to people who want to I, I think mean, you've just yeah. summed it up perfectly there I yeah. think Ange Postacoglu has spoken brilliantly yeah. as he always does every single presser he, he has 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 as we look forward to the games tomorrow. I think Craig's on in uh, a moment or two. I see uh, Napoli scorer Raspadori said the other night, other teams would be terrified by the atmosphere at Ibrox. The week before, Real Madrid players were saying Celtic Park was different class. We've got something special here and that's what we want to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and over the years, probably, you know, you, Rangers have beaten old comers at, at Ibrox, mm. same as Celtic. Yep. You know, because we have that backing. You know, both teams have that backing. It's a vociferous crowd. People get a little bit... You'd think that the likes of Modric, they, they play at top stadiums. They, they go all over the world. Um, and I, I'm not sure if it's an intimidation factor. It's more of an impressive. Mm. You know, they're looking up at the crowd, the anthems, the noise. Even as much... 150 caps, Modric, for Croatia. They're all over the world, as Barry said, yeah. one of the best yep. played midfielders mm -hmm. in the world, even now. But they come to these stages and they go, Oh my god, mm -hmm. everything I've done, you know, this this beats everything I've done, you know, in terms of they're not going to get intimidated, yep. these people, because they're so experienced. You know, they can just deal with handle these these um you know, these difficult, mm -hmm. really difficult yep. crowds when they go away. But it's just very very they feel it's like unique mm -hmm. and they want the opportunity to come back. Craig, yeah, you, yep. you see these top players do interviews after the game, whether it's at Celtic mm. Park or, or Ibrox, mm. and that's what they say. They always get asked, what was it like to play there? What was the atmosphere like? And they always say, no doubt well, about it, Gary it's Neville one of the, the best. Day, and Gary Neville, yep. everything, the 90 caps for his country, yeah. whatever. What was he He's, saying? He said the most hostile place he ever went was Ibrox. Ibrox. Yep. Yeah, the atmosphere's yeah. everywhere. Yep. See Champions League nights. The atmosphere's unbelievable. Old I think, fun. I think it was messy, and uh, somebody said it was it was Celtic Park. So, again, again, a, a place that you know they played everywhere. You know the voices, everyone. It's John Hartson, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Craig's on the line. Hi, Craig. You're looking forward to tomorrow, maybe with trepidation. But how are you feeling tonight? How are we doing, gents? Yeah, Hi, Craig. I think it's important that we get not just a win because I don't think you know one now at home against a team who are in the form that Dundee United have been in, because let's be fair, they're conceding goals for fun at the moment as well. Yep. <clears throat> I think we need to go out there and get a comfortable enough one. I think at least two or three now, maybe, you know, get a fourth in there just to really get the confidence back. Because I think, you know, as much as you can say that there was bits of bad luck about the result um, on, on Tuesday, and certainly three now, if you'd watched the full game overall, was a harsh score that it makes it look like we performed worse than we did. However, there were some mistakes made in there again that were the reason we even ended up at 10 men in the first place. So in that respect, you kind of complain. But I think it's important. I would also... I, I think maybe Gio needs to look at changing the system a bit because we've played that same tired old system for years. Even under Gerard, it was always the 4 3 3 It's always what we've gone for. Um I think I'd like to see him, you know, against Andy United at home, their defence is poor. Get Mirello Sancho on there together as a, a strike partnership. 
and and see how they go. I, I don't mm-hmm. see a reason not to do that. Um, you know, and I think as well, when when is he going to give Ben Davies minutes in his legs? Um, you know, the guys we're, we're, we're coming up to a national break. He should be fit enough by now to get at least an appearance for half an hour, twenty five minutes. Um, what about his first point about the strikers? Yeah, I, I can't see him playing with, with, with the two of them. I mean, if you look at the game against Napoli, it was a 5-3-2. Mm. He, he did play Kent, did near enough play up top um, with Morello. <coughs> I can't see him going five at the back um, against Dundee United. They need to go for Dundee United. As Craig's just said there, they've been shipping goals left, right and centre. Yep, maybe the last couple of games, but the last game I think was at Fir Park, it was nothing each. Yep, they, they kept a clean sheet, but they're there for the taking Dun United. But in terms of Craig, when I'm going with both of them up, I, I can't really see that that happening. In terms of Ben Davies, he was on the bench last week against mm-hmm. Ajax. Now clearly, he's been training before that, so he's fit enough to be on the bench. He said another seven days before the Napoli game, so... I'm like Craig. I want to now see Ben Davis play games of football because it's a lot of money they've paid for him. It's in between three and four million pound. Rangers have splashed out on Ben Davis, um, so he needs to start playing games of football. And the only way you're going to get fit is you can do all the training you want on a training pitch. You need to play games of football. And I I agree with Craig. I think the the one thing tomorrow that Rangers need to do they need to start the game with a real high tempo. Real high tempo. Get the crowd off their seats. You know, ideally, score early. And then dynamic. They want to be dynamic with their play. They're passing crisp, playing into the front, around the corner. You know, listen to the crowd, you know, and and appreciate that Rangers are on the front foot, you know, and they're looking to go forward at every opportunity. Defend strongly, you know. Get corners after corners. Push on free kicks. You know, give the ball to Kent, give the ball to Lawrence if he's fit, you know, to, to, to go and provide for you. Morelos is just back after, you know, a difficult period for him on a personal level. Give him the ball, let him, you know, provide for Morelos so he can score early. All of a sudden his confidence is up. But they are the two words for me. Rangers, Giovanni Van Bronckers has to say, tomorrow we want high tempo right from the start. And the, the supporters, and I agree with Craig, it shouldn't just be a dull... Well, listen, Rangers need a win. Three points would be great for them. But I just think Dundee are there, not won a game this season, lost four out of six games, shipping goals for fun. And I I agree with Craig. They don't just want to, you know, a, a, a dull 1-0. They take that, they yep. take that, yep. but they want three or four. They want a proper yep. performance. Yeah, they need to bombard Dundee United yeah. tomorrow. When that whistle goes from kick-off, in their faces, um, quick attacking football, really aggressive um, a real hunger to score goals that's what I fully expect from Rangers tomorrow look the result wasn't the ideal on Wednesday night but there was positives to take mm. out it in terms of as I said that first 55 minutes now they need to bring that forward into this game tomorrow I'm I'm expecting Rangers to easily win that game um, look I know Dunn United are going to come and sit behind the ball and frustrate them but Rangers need to find a way to get an early goal and once they break through then I'm expecting three or four and what about your keeper Craig you would have been very happy I would imagine to see Alan McGregor back in and stay in listen absolutely you know I don't think you can take away you know it's almost 
even more gutting for him that he, he pulls off, you know, another Alan McGregor moment in yeah. Europe, yeah. a double penalty save. Yeah. By the way, it shouldn't have had to be me taking in the first place, but that's an aside note. And then ends up very close to making it a hat trick as well because he got a hand to it, didn't he? Yeah. But you know, I'm happy to see him in there. Mm. Um but equally, you know, if for whatever reason Gio wanted to rest McGregor, I wouldn't have a problem with Robin McClory. I think, you know, the performance he put in um, against Celtic last season when he had he got brought in when they both were injured, yeah. he was tremendous. You know, you can't fault the lad. So in that respect, you know, I wouldn't mind giving him a shot. Because to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not expecting Dundee United to be pepper another goal mm-hmm. with chances. You know, if they are, there's a real problem. <laughs> Um, so it, you know, in that respect, I I would have no problem with either either of the two. Obviously, it's good to see McGregor back, and I I think he has to be number one going forward purely because right now, even though he's forty years old, and I don't think the guys would disagree with this. If you were to list the top three goalkeepers in Scotland, it'd be Joe Hart, Craig Gordon, and Alan McGregor without question. Um, well, let's ask them, John. Would you agree? Top three keepers. Um. Well, yeah. Again, you know, I'm going to be sound. I'm, I'm biased, and I yeah. obviously, if you ask Barry, you'll probably say I don't know. Barry's played with Joe Hart. He knows how good he is. Yeah. And Joe Hart signing at the start, this raised eyebrows. You know, people thought he, he didn't do it in Torino. I've been left out of the Spurs side. Just played the odd Europa game for Spurs. Yeah. Comes to Celtic, and 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 he's been he's been excellent. So I don't know. Three top goalkeepers for me. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they are the top three. The, 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 yeah. Yeah, three. That, yeah. That, there's hardly anything between the three. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That, that's yep. a, a tough one, you know. Oh, no, you I was know, only asking you, say, you agree they're the top three. Oh, yeah. 100%. No question. They're, yeah. they're top, well, it's not I, Wayne McGrory's going to play. Yeah, exactly. No, no, because I think John McLaughlin, you know, he can leave him out, but then if he, if he puts McGrory before him, yeah. that is that that is something that mm. I don't think GVB will mm. go that. I might well be wrong, but, you know, Craig thinks he would like to see McGrory in maybe no, at McCrory. some stage. See McCrory. McCrory, sorry. Yeah. He's at an age when he needs to play. I, I think he has got potential to be a Rangers goalkeeper in the future, has but he, he yeah. needs to play games of football, Paul. He needs to go and play. Go and loan. Yeah, go yeah. somewhere. Whether that's in the Premier League here or, or somewhere... Because I do think he's got the capabilities to be a future Rangers goalkeeper, but it's no use. I'm sitting on the bench. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem you've got now as well with with John McLaughlin is that he's had a taste of it now, so he ain't going to be happy sitting on the bench now. You know, so it's it's, yeah. it's another you know issue that you know. But ultimately, um, you know, Alan McGregor, I, I believe, will deserve this opportunity to come back in. Um, and on the evidence of, of Wednesday night he should stay in yeah, I'd be shocked if Alan McGregor's sure. not playing tomorrow <clears throat> the manager knows how big it is tomorrow three defeats in a row first time since 2006 and after the game the other night he, he talked about it uh, the three defeats in a row I know it's against big opponents in two two games in Champions League and one against Celtic but you know we, we, we worked so hard and uh, you know the players worked so hard and performed so well to be in this tournament and uh, but I think we learned from from last week the way we we play today much more much more controlled as you said much more solid and uh, you know that's the only way to go forward now and uh, we have to prepare now for for a big game on Saturday because you know we we have to go back to winning ways. So your final scoreline then? Do you think Craig? Did you say three 0 Yeah, I think three 0 I think anything less than that wouldn't you know would still be yeah. points, but wouldn't necessarily be the kind of result you're, that you're looking to bounce back for. So I, I, I think three. 
We'll get the score predictor in the next session. Yeah, but in terms of Rangers, Paul, yep. they need to move forward now. That's mm. in the past. Sure. That's in the past now. That, that horrible 10 days. Um, and it starts tomorrow now. Rangers season really got to start mm. tomorrow and pick up, make sure they go and they, they dominate the game and, and bombard Dundee United, pepper Dundee United's mm. goal uh, tomorrow. That's what I expect. And that's what the Rangers fans are expecting. I'm sure that's what Gio expect, and I'm sure the players will know that. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! The Score Predictor on the Go Radio Football Show with Clyde Belt Home Improvements. Specialists in all aspects of your PVC windows and doors. Yep, it's that time of the week with Clyde Belt Home Improvements. It's the score predictor. And on the line from Motherwell, it's Graham. Hi, Graham. Yeah, we're good, thank you. How are you? You okay? Hi, very good, thank you. Can I complain? Excellent, got you loud and clear. Uh, say, Barry, John, say hi to Graham. Hi, Graham. How are you doing, Graham? Hi, how are you doing, lad? Good, thanks, yeah. Good. So, you know how much money there is tonight? Oof, we'll pull that down a little bit there. Sounds uh, a bit noisy. Um, what have we got tonight? We've got a jackpot, so you've got £100 for coming on. And if you get them right... £1,150, which is magnificent, especially with the way that prices are going. Barry, that's more than decent, isn't it? Brilliant jackpot, that. Hopefully Graham can can win that. We hope so. Maybe take us for a beer. Yep, we're rooting for you. Nah, me me chance of that. (laughs) What about Motherwell then? You you enjoying life under Stevie Hamill? Ah, it's looking really good. A lot better than Alexander anyway, so a lot more positive, so all good. Yeah, the fans were, uh, they, you know, they, they weren't having it despite the fact that they got into Europe, but you didn't stay long. Right, well, we get into the games. We'll start at, uh, yep, Hibs. Are you feeling confident? A muddle against Hearts. Uh, no, no, just in general for winning this tonight. Let's find out how you're going to do. Hibs against Aberdeen. We'll kick off with you, Barry. What do you reckon? I think this is going to be a real close one, but I've got a sneaky feeling Aberdeen will mm. nick this 2-1. 10 points at the moment yep They've, um, yep I think Aber- uh, Aberdeen um, I think Jim, Jim Goodwin in time if he's given that time I'll be a good Aberdeen manager I just I, I can't make my mind up about Hibs at this moment in time so I'm going to Aberdeen a close one close game 2-1 John what do you feel? Uh, I'm going to go opposite I, I think Lee Johnson with a good win last weekend against Kilmarnock um, it's a good win it was 1-0 um, I think they might just take a bit of confidence from that. They need it. They need to pick up on their results. Obviously, get more wins. Um, although I, I I like what uh, Jim Goodwin has done at Aberdeen. He's you know the joint third in the league. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Hibs. Hibs at home at Easter Road. I think the. Uh, so I'll say Hibs tomorrow. I'll go two one. Hibs tomorrow. Graham, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to sit in the fence for this one. I'm going to go for a draw. Right, you're going for a draw. Chris is going to take yeah, a note of that. Could be a good so shout. Draw. Yeah, could be. Could be They're hard to read, aren't they, Hibs? And so are Aberdeen. Right. Okay, next up then, we're going to go to Livingston against Kilmarnock. John, what do you think? I'm going to go home win. Um, I think Livingston and the Davy Martin, they, they just seem um, to know how to win games. Very physical, very good uh, on set pieces. They work um, thoroughly or go through uh, the set pieces very thorough. And I think they'll have a bit too much tomorrow on, on their pitch. Oh, saying that, they both play on the Astro yeah. don't they? Um, I'll go Livingston tomorrow. Um, 
sorry, Derek McInnes, because yeah. uh, I tend to go against Kelly all the time. I don't know why, but uh, you know uh, they've had a couple of good results themselves under Derek lately. But I'm going to go Livingston. I think uh, I'll go one nil Livingston. One nil Livy. What do you think, Graham? Livingston again. Are you, for that as well. you're going with Livy as well at home. yep maybe big uh, Nubli who is a he's, he's a handful well, he? oh, yeah. he's a real handful he really is yep. when, when he's he could be the difference mm-hmm. um, what do you for think? this game I, I think he's got a draw written all over the top of it score two play, draw yeah, uh-huh. two playing Astro mm-hmm. Grass two very, very evenly matched squads yeah, I'm going to draw on this one. Is, on Derek, is Derek listening in at the moment, do you think? He, he might be. be. Neil McCann's listening. So, St. Johnson against uh, Ross County. Graham, you're first in on that one. What do you think in Perth? Uh, home win for me. Oh, very definite there. Yeah, home I agree with him. You? Yep, I yeah. think St. Johnson a good place after the last result. They're at home. Yep, I'm going St. Johnson one. Is the name Nicky Clark there as well? Yeah, well, listen, yeah. that's what they've been missing mm-hmm. for yep. the, uh, the last season or two. An out-and-out goal scorer, and that's what Nicky, Nicky Clark brings you. Um, Paul, yep. he brings you goals. Um, so, yep, for me, St. Johnson home one. And yet Ross County come in you know, to the season, John, with great expectations. Mm. What do you think? I'm going to go Ross County. Um, yep. I'm going to go Ross County. Quite tight. Um, Alki Mackay, both teams are not in great form, by the way. Um... St. Johnson have lost three out of their last four. Had a really good win last weekend against St. Mirren. Um, but I'm going to go with um, Ross County. Tight, I think they'll nick it 1-0. Right, you're going for them 1-0. And Rangers, Dundee United. John, what do you reckon? Uh, be, you've, I, you've I, I think yeah. we're all over Rangers for this one, Dundee United. Um, they, they really need something. They'll mm. go there with, with probably more hopeful mm. than... than um, They'll try and be as positive as they can, but uh, Rangers, you know, desperate for a win. Um, and I think they'll get the job done tomorrow fairly comfortable. So I'll, I'll go Rangers. I'll go Rangers 4 1. 4 1, 4 yeah. 1 would be comfortable. Barry, what do you think? Yep. yep. I think Rangers will be three or four goals tomorrow. And the team? Any the change team? at all? No, exact I, same I think team. it'll be the yeah. exact same team. It started um, on Wednesday night. Graham, what do you feel? Rangers, Rangers for me as well. Rangers against Dundee United. So it's three out of three with all you guys. Who's going to be the new manager at Dundee United? We talked about Duncan Ferguson a few weeks ago. It's gone quiet, yeah, it's, Barry. There's, yeah, it has yeah. gone quiet. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't think there's much been said. There's no chat. No. Yep. Liam Fox is still going to be in charge for the game at the, the, the weekend. Um, so I, I'm sure that I think the Dundee United chairman did say that he wanted to appoint a new manager. Um, during, during the, the break the international yep. break mm. so I'm sure there'll be news next week on who's going to be the manager John well what you should be saying Baz I think the Dundee United chairman's a great guy I think you know oh, yeah. he's very knowledgeable <laughs> he appoints good managers there's a man here there's a manager with a, with a little bit of experience he's had a promotion behind him with uh, Caldy Arts well he's up for it Barry would you I'm enjoying my life now I know I'm but if, well, that's a great point if Dundee United said Barry We've got budget. You're the new manager. What would you say? No, at this moment in time, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm okay. in, I spoke to John before yeah, we come on actually, air, yeah. and I'm, I'm just I'm, giving Barry a little G up in case he uh, yeah. he changes enjoying, his mind. We can all change our mind, yeah, Paul. Yeah, indeed, I'm yeah. enjoying what I'm yeah. doing now. I'm in a yeah. good place right. just now, yeah. and I think in life that's what you've got to be. Mm, if you're in a good place, yeah. why change it? St. Mirren against Celtic. Graham, what do you think? Sunday, twelve o'clock. It's got to be Celtic, isn't it? Mm. Unfortunately. 
you don't want the uh, the big two to yeah. win. Uh, John? Yeah, um, you, you, I think Celtic will have too much. I think naturally the way that they're playing, if St Mirren win or get anything, it's going to be a huge shock, of course. The way Celtic are just dismantling everybody in their way at the minute, certainly domestically. Um, so I can see nothing but a Celtic win. I'll go 2-0 Celtic. 2-0, goal difference of 24, that would make it 26 and 21 points. Barry? I can't see anything than Celtic by three or four goals. I'll be honest with you. Mm. The way they're playing, they're high in confidence. They've got that extra day's break for the game on yep. Wednesday. Um, I don't think there'll be many changes. So similar to Rangers, I think they'll win by three or four. And Graham, what about your own at Fair Park then? Motherwell against Hearts. It's got your mother, hasn't it? Oh, there's a shock. Yeah. <laughs> big, va- big Van Veen, <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. Uh, ho- hopefully, hopefully Louis Moult gets on and of course, yeah, Louis Moult back. They love him. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he was he was a great player for them mm. before he moved down. To, I think it was Preston North End. He went yep. he went to. But I fancy Muddle. Look, Hearts had a brilliant result last night in Europe. But I think Stevie Hamill um, has got Muddle playing good good stuff. It looks as if the players are happy. Um, and Muddle are at home. Hearts will be a bit leggy after that journey to Latvia. So I fancy Muddle two um, one. John, would you agree, given that Hearts are just back from Ooh, Latvia? Or? I think Hearts might bounce back. Yeah. Um, they, they've not ingrained all competitions. Hearts have lost three out of their last four um, games. That's that's um, Europe. No, so is that Europe? Yeah, the big no, good for, Yeah, League yeah. Cup and obviously yeah. two in the... Um, one in, in the Conference League, it is Europe. Yeah, yeah. they lost to. Um, That's right. They lost in the in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they've gone um, down. So they lost three uh, of the last. I think. Yeah. I think Hearts might bounce back. Um, I think Robbie Nielsen after after last night's results. I think they'll be buoyed by that. And um, I just. I think it'll be very yeah. tight. I'll tell you what I'll do. Go on. I'll go a draw. You're going I'll for go a draw. I'll go one-one. I right. think it'll be tough for Hearts to go again. Not a lot of recovery. Motherwell picked up. Um, you know, Motherwell have won three out their la- uh, three out of their last four games, so they're going well. Motherwell now themselves, so I go draw, one one. Graham, thanks for joining us, and we'll speak to you on Monday if you get them all right. Cheers, Cheers Graham. Cheers, Graham. Thank you. Monday. Thanks very much. Bye bye. In fact, we'll do it on Tuesday. Of course, we'll do it on Tuesday um, with the state funeral of yep. Her, right. Her yep. Majesty the Late Queen. So we'll be on on Tuesday, uh, and we'll speak to him then. If, if he gets it right so thanks it's a good to everyone. jackpot Paul. Yes, isn't it £1,150 £1, yep. plus £100 for coming on yeah it's good isn't yeah. it yeah, yeah very nice £12.50 very nice wonder what the bonuses were though can you imagine for the top players at the moment and what about Haaland how many goals is he going to score oh, we just saw him there 22 yep. years of age just a, just a natural yep. goal scorer and see if you watch the game he doesn't really get involved much very rarely gets involved in, in the moves going forward but I tell you what some of his movement and his runs in between the defenders he's he's going to score an absolute barrel load and if you look where the prices are getting paid for players £51 million I know, yeah. I know it's a hell of a lot of money but you look at defenders going for 60 70 80 million pounds they've got the best centre forward at this moment in time somebody that knows about being great centre forward you John what, what do you think he's just got everything about yeah. his game hasn't he? he he can you know he can hold it up as Barry said his movement in the opposition box is magnificent goes short can go long he's got headers he can get volleys you know great technical goals and uh, he's a brilliant signing for Man City that's what they wanted let Jesus go to Arsenal and Jesus started the season really well by mm-hmm. the way um, 
But they needed that. They played like a. In, they played in De Bruyne in a false number ten, in a false number nine for them for a, you know, a season or two. Yeah. Uh, they just needed this, you know, because Man City are desperate to go and win that mm. Champions League. That's what they want. That's why the owners have put the money in. Yeah, domestically, you know, they. I think they've won the last three titles. Yeah, four. You're yeah, right. Incredible. But, but, and they got one of the best managers sure. in the world. So. That was but, the icing on a cake mm. to bring in Haaland and they got him they got him for cheap considering what you've seen mm. other players go for. So a bargain. He can yep. score however many. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even like to put a number on it. A bargain at fifty one. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Back here in Planet Football, Glasgow. Well, just along along the M eight. Celtic will be there on Sunday, twelve o'clock. St. Mirren here as the manager. The tough challenge they've had a decent start to the year and um always a difficult place to go to. So um yeah, we're ready for it. Uh we've Obviously, our, our league form has been really good, and I think we've kind of, you know, improved every week. We've gone out there. Uh, obviously, last week no football in the league, so you know we, we concentrate on the Champions League. But you know, again, our, our focus is making sure that we go out there on Sunday and uh, you know improve on our performances so far and keep our league form going. And squad update: everyone sort of pulled up okay from um, Wednesday night, so no real issues coming out of that. And um, yeah, aside from that, I think uh, McCarthy missed Wednesday night. Like I said, he had a bit of an illness, but he was back training today. And yeah, Carl Starfelt's obviously out until um, after the international break. Everyone else uh, should be okay. John, Celtic will be wishing in some ways there wasn't an international break because they're at the moment on brilliant form. Yeah, in, in a way, yes. I know, yeah. Paul, because I think, you know, the international break is good. It's, it gives the players a little bit of a of a respite from the domestic football. Yep. The players will be looking forward. We mentioned Greg Taylor there, you know, to going away with their countries. I yep. loved going to play for my country. I think it's the biggest honour in the game, representing yep. the country senior level. You can't physically go higher in the game. So, you know, they're hoping, and like most managers, will hope that their players come back not, injury not taking free. up any injury. Yep. But I think it's a good time for the players, international breaks, because, they, you know, they're very proud to represent yep. their countries. For Rangers, it's tomorrow. Huge match, three o'clock, packed Ibrox. Here's the manager taking positives from the other night. Well, I think they're mentally, uh, although we suffered another defeat, the players look really strong. I think that's um, you know an aspect we need to have, reaching back to the to the league and uh, with a home game, we are very determined to uh, to get back to uh, to winning ways. Barry, yeah, yeah, a positive performance and a positive result for Rangers tomorrow. Thanks to everyone who joined us tonight and for all the messages. And we'll be back on Tuesday. Enjoy the football at the weekend. Zoe Kelly is up after the news. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.